You're listening to Blue Collar CEO, the podcast that's all about helping you build a better, more profitable, and more sustainable home service business. Each week, we'll cover a different topic that will help enable your company to move forward to success. And here's your host, Ryan Redding. What is up, Blue Collar CEOs? It's Ryan. It is great to be with you today. Today, I'm going to introduce you to Michael Marvin. You may or may not know Michael. Michael uh, is one of the youngest in the state of New Jersey to get a state plumbing license. He was licensed at the age of 22. He had a thousand bucks in a savings account and a Mazda Miata because obviously he's a baller. Uh, Mike transformed his mindset away from financial and business goals to dreams and dream fulfillment. And by the age of 30, owned a seven-figure company. He's now uh, in his early 40s. The company's continued to grow. And he has more companies coming online. But he's had massive success. He's going to be talking a lot about what he's learned in the process. This is going to be a fun episode, especially if you're a plumber. Let's go. Michael, I am so glad that we're able to get you on the show. Uh, for those maybe who don't know yet who you are and what you do, I guess let's just start there. Who are you? What do you do? Okay. So I'm like everybody else out there listening. I'm a plumber out in the field. Uh, started the business at a young age with basically a dream, a vision, and just followed my goals and uh, started a business at a young age. And here I am now uh, in my early 40s, I would say, 42. <laughs> and, early, um, early 40s. Yeah, I would say early. I, yeah. I mean, the 40s. <laughs> and uh, where, where I am now. Good for you. So, okay. So you started, started at a young age, you said, so when did you start plumbing? So I got into the business. I was really young. I was 17 years old. I took a job with a family friend, uh, as a helper. Initially I was going to school to be a car mechanic. Cause that was kind of like my dream working on cars and so forth. But, uh, ended up getting a job with a family friend as a plumber's helper. And, uh, after about, I would say about a month or two, I was like, wow, this is pretty amazing. It's fun. It's interesting, a lot of challenges, uh, and I was just having fun with it. And I just stuck with it, and and uh, the rest is history. When did you hang your own shingle for yourself? How old so, were you? So I would say, meaning as far as what, going out on my own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I was around 23, 20, 24 years old. 23, 24. So early, yeah. early 20s then. Yeah, um, early 20s, yeah. Yeah, so going on almost 20 years uh yep. and how so not that not that truck counts as everything but like that's where you started where are you today like how many vans you're running so there's six vans running with the the plumbing side uh i have another business which is a drain cleaning business we have three running there uh you know where there's uh nine of us on the lesco side uh we have some uh, service technicians we have a helper we have office staff and uh, my sister handles the books. She's, you know, more of the administrative side. I'm more of the uh, the outside. Got it, got it. Given that that's pretty much been your exposure, right? Your whole career has been built around plumbing. You start off as a helper, and then you just kind of go like, dude, I'm going to do this for myself. And obviously, the business has grown, and you've had really solid success. Congrats, by the way. Like, what do you think um, have been some of the most uh, important lessons you've had to learn? Because I think, I guess, uh, like a lot of people think, hey, you're really good at plumbing. You can sling that wrench. So go into business for yourself. And I think a lot of people struggle with like uh, learning things that are not in the trade. Like 
learning how to do taxes and financial planning, learning how to do management skills, like things like this. Um, there's just not a lot of exposure, like when you're getting your plumbing license, for instance. What do you think for you have been some of the skills or or things you've had to acquire as the business has grown? So I've had to acquire just about everything. You know, I just uh, have a high school <laughs> diploma, basically. I have no college education, no courses, no classes. Uh, basically, I would just ask a lot of questions, uh, talk to the right people in the right spaces, and just basically pick people's brains and take a little bit of information from one guy, information from another guy, you know, try to draw my own conclusions and just really just leverage people around you. You know, when I started, YouTube wasn't an option, you know, uh, so it was really just networking, talking to people and uh, just having a vision, right? Like, you know, you had to visualize where you want to be. You had to visualize where you want to go. And then you'd have to approach it like an analytical way and take little steps, right? Like, okay, am I doing this right? Yes. Am I doing this? Okay. Yes. Well, maybe I'm not. Let me ask, is this a good way of doing this? Oh yeah, that's a great idea. You know, and just little by little, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, it takes time, but if you spend a lot of time and you're focused and you have goals, you'll approach it really fast. Oh, a hundred percent. So, okay, so that's interesting when you say it that way, because I feel like like a lot of guys, when they, especially when they start off, especially when they start off, because they want to grow fast, like that's the end outcome, is they see these guys on Facebook throwing up like seven, eight figures, you know, that they just get these really big big eyes. Yeah, it's, that's not true. I'll tell everybody out there, I mean, that does happen. Uh, Some of these people that say this could be lying. I think some of it, I'm like, wow, that's, that's just not possible. Uh, but anyway, to make a long story short, listen, going into business is difficult. There's challenges, uh, but it all starts with yourself. Like you need to be a motivated person. You can't be a procrastinator. You know, like if there's something you need to do, like you need to write that down and execute it. So as long as you have that approach, it's like, you know, at home, right? You have your responsibilities, you have your goals. Business is no different. You just have to be dedicated to follow through and constantly wanting to move further and visualize getting to where you want to go. And it takes time. It's uh, it's like looking at Mount Everest, right? You know you want to get to the top, but y- if you look up there, it becomes daunting. But if you look at, if you focus on one step at a time and then make sure that that step is planted 100%, you're doing a great job here, then what's the next process, right? What's this, the customer calls? Okay, what before you take that next step, all right, h- how many rings before we pick up? How's the music on hold sound? Uh, you know, how are we handling the customer? You know, it, it's a whole process. Yeah, there, there's a lot of process that I think a lot of people skip over. And I love that you've been going like, how many rings till we answer? Like, that's a, that's a big thing. And in so much like Everest is a really good example because Everest is like this ginormous mountain. It's this big, hairy goal. It's huge. But really, when it comes down to it, it's you just have to focus on your small little path, right? The smallest little thing. And I like you're like, Hey, just that one foothold, that one handhold, like, is it solid before we move on? And it sounds like maybe for you, a lot of it might even start like with like, because uh, obviously for the phone to ring, uh, you, you have to know who you're targeting, like who your customers are. So you can't just target everybody in the world. Like you probably need to know like even who's your target customer so that you are focusing your energy and your thinking and your efforts on like that right handhold. Would you agree with that or? Uh, Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, uh, these are things you don't think of, uh, you know, 
when you first start, you start finding and developing these systems as you start progressing through and you start realizing these steps matter when you see, you know, uh, you know, you have two trucks in the driveway now. Your competitor still has one. Like this is how you see how this all transitions and happens. So when when you talk about like things like. Hey, the importance of understanding your ideal customer, and while your name image should feel targeted towards your ideal customer, like why why are those things important? All right, well, it's important because you know you can't paint everything with a big paintbrush. I mean, you could. You're going to waste a lot of money. You're going to waste a lot of time. You're not going to be focused. You know, you're going to have a harder time on the internet. You're going to have a harder time marketing to different uh, prospects. Uh, if you can build your you know, if you have your avatar, your customer, and then you have to ask yourself, why, why this particular customer? Like, you have to take all these questions and, and then build a system around the customer, you know, uh, and that matters. So that when you go into uh, advertising or you go into your marketing plan, you know, you're honed in and your returns and are going to be a lot better because you're focused in on a certain class or, a, a, you know, certain type of people. So, yeah, yeah. so it, it's. Well, it's, it's kind of like the whole Everest thing, right? Now it's like, you know, the type of path you want to climb, you know, the type of handholds. Like, I want to avoid the uh, giant 100-foot deep, like, glacial crevice or whatever. I don't know. I don't rock climb. Yeah. Um, but at least you're starting by going, who are the customers that are the, uh, the most uh, tactically, like, helpful for the business? Right. But also, like, maybe yeah. just, like you know what? Our team likes working with these people the best. They have the least amount of headaches or the least amount of stress. Like yeah. you might like have qualitative sort of things, not just there's a lot more of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, uh, but a lot of guys that go into business don't really see that. Like I kind of didn't see that when I first started, I only started developing the understanding of marketing and the understanding of certain things as, you know, as time goes on, because uh, you learn from your mistakes, you learn from, strategies that don't work and then you go back to the drawing board and you're like well why didn't that work or how is there a better way of doing this or you know i got this customer but it cost me 200 dollars on a 300 job was it worth it you know uh right. there's just many 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 different layers you know but i think the knowing your custom yeah. audience knowing your target target market building a brand or persona around that client and then targeting that type of uh, client is huge and there's high profits. And if you can keep your cost low for acquisition and your marketing is hitting on all cylinders, you're going to make a higher profit than, you know, your competitors. And you're going to move. You're going to keep moving that ball. You're going to keep moving your business. The, the thing that's crazy about how you're thinking about this, which I say it's crazy because uh, one, it's the way it should be. And so few people do. Uh, but it's this idea of you even think about marketing like systematically, like it's just going, the reason we're doing this is to keep our cost of acquisition low. So we get higher ROI. So everything works better. It's just like a machine. You're just like, we're doing this for the machine. So we get this out of the machine in general, like how important to you are like systems processes, like in your business to help it scale? Like, are those things that you think about a lot? Uh, I do. I think about everything. Uh, everything matters. Uh, once you start getting very granular and you start creating systems and checks and balances, it's easy to train people how to follow those processes because it's kind of laid out for them. And then once you can train somebody 
how to follow these little simple steps because you've laid it all out. They may think you're crazy. They may not understand why you're doing things, but <laughs> you just remind them that you're <laughs> signing. You have They signed the back of the check, right? But anyway, uh, <laughs> long story short, uh, yeah, that's you, you have to be granular about every aspect of your business. So there's a system. And then when you have a system, you can grow on that. You have a strong foundation. So if the phone rings, you know, a hundred times a day, you have the capacity and the structure to support that quality of control. You know, there isn't a call getting missed, a one-star review because, oh, the lady, you know, the guy never showed up. Like you have to have your house in order. Your foundation needs to be strong. All those things are need to be considered or else you can't really grow. You can grow, but it's going to cause a lot of complications, bad reviews, bad customer experiences. And uh, once that starts happening, it's hard to recover from. It's hard to get stuff off what's, the internet. What's the biggest dif- Well, yeah, there's, yeah. What is it like the negative stuff stays on there forever, but the good stuff, it's only there for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think are some of the biggest differences to your business now as it was to like when you started almost 20 years ago? Like in general, like where do you think is like, Hey, that like, this is, we're just fundamentally a different business and in this way and that way, what comes to mind? So, I mean, now I can sit back. I'm not working hard. I'm working maybe 20 hours a week. I do kind of what I want to do. Uh, I just make sure that things are in motion. Uh, I'm able to, which is very important. And I think anybody, you know, it's so important to start off the right way and get all these things right. Cause you need to be able to enjoy your, your freedom. You should be able to enjoy time, your family, uh, going on vacations. So it's important to try to spend the time and effort to, to doing everything as right as possible. Uh, because it doesn't happen overnight. It takes some time, but when you get into your career, 15 years, 18 years later, you want to make sure that you have, you know, a sustainable business that's worth money and that you can either sell or move on to a different project. You know, it's important. I, yeah, I didn't know all I, this. It, I it, this, ta- this took time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, nobody does when they start out, right? Because uh, honestly, I think if they did know this when they were starting off, that nobody would start <laughs> because there's there's so much and it's so overwhelming to get all the crap figured out. And I'm, I'm, I love how you think about the business that supports your lifestyle. I love that you're working 20 hours a week. I love that you're spending vacations because I feel like so many people struggle with, they just got to grind, 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 grind. And like they're burning out. And for what? Yeah. For what? Like you have yeah. such a mindset in place that is not destroy your life at all costs, but it's provide the lifestyle you want, you know? Right. I love it. Right. I think sometimes too, um, you know, like, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I came from nothing. I'm successful uh, as far as what I have, but I think that it doesn't always have to be a monetary gain. I don't think success should be measured that way. I think success is just when you accomplish a goal. I mean, that could be as simple as like, yeah, waking up at six in the morning, putting your running shoes on and taking a run out in the morning, you know, whether it's raining or snowing, you know, just accomplishing goals, look at it as goals. Uh, that's being successful. Mm-hmm. And, once you accomplish a goal, you'll create another one. And then you're like, wow, all right, let me do another one. And then, you know, things start, start, start to evolve. You become a professional at conquering goals. It's really cool when you say it that way, you know, like when you set goals, you get really good at accomplishing them. So does that mean that yeah. you find that your goals become more and more ambitious? Uh, sometimes they do. They, sometimes they get out of hand. 
<laughs> and you know my wife's like you're crazy i'm like yeah i'm sorry but <laughs> what's one that got out of hand uh one that got out of hand was i have a ford raptor and uh, i always wanted the truck and i always felt guilty about spending that kind of money on a truck i'm like this is like really expensive but i ended up buying the truck i'm happy with it loved it so i was on youtube one day and i'm watching videos of guys with ford raptors like in uh on in moab you know and they're doing hell's gate and they're doing all these crazy things so sure enough, I'm like, well, I'm doing it. So drove out to Moab. You know, it was 24, almost a 20 something hour drive. And uh, I went off roading for about a week, you know, uh, and that was just because I watched the video and I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I did it. You know, uh, same thing. I took my motorcycle cross country to California. It was just one of those things. I'm like, I see these guys do it. I'm going to do it. And I stopped thinking about it. You just take action. You just got to move on your on your visions and your thoughts like you got to just take action find a way to make it happen if you're dedicated you'll get it done you'll do it so if somebody's listening to this now and uh maybe they're they're somewhere like where you started so 20 years ago you're like i can plumb and you're like i'm gonna go into business for myself right and so you're early 20s you're all naive what are some of the biggest piece of advice that you could give to people now who are starting out who are trying to scale who are maybe kind of stuck in the same ruts you were stuck in early on. Are there three or four things you could tell somebody that's like you? Uh, what I, yeah, I could. So what I would say is understand that you can't do it all. And sometimes there's things that you can do, but if it's not moving the company forward, just because you can do it, just, just pay somebody to do it. Don't try to save yourself money. You should ask yourself, not can I afford to do it? Can I afford not to do it? Right. Uh, so if you're struggling with something, you could try to learn it. But if you could do something else that's easier for you, that moves the company forward, pay an accountant, pay somebody, you know, nowadays it's easy. I mean, you can get a, you know, a virtual assistant for next to nothing. And anyway, but you have to know when to hand off responsibilities to the people that are good at what they do or the gurus in their space. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Stick to you know, stick to what you do best and what makes you happy. That's a good one. And there's a book that it reminds me of called "Who, Not How." Uh, and the idea being like, y- you can spend all your time and effort trying to figure out how, 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 but at some point, you get so much more done if you just focus on who's. Let the who's yeah. figure out how. Um, yeah. And I always love that message. What else? What else would you tell somebody like you who's really struggling to scale cool. at, based on some of your experience? Yeah, I think uh, I think it starts deeper with, you you know, working on yourself and creating, you know, ambitions and uh, just being motivated. Uh, everybody's got uh, the willpower. It all starts with willpower. Uh, if you can focus on yourself, get the willpower, it's amazing how far you can push the envelope and do things. And I, and I really do think that's a huge motivating factor for myself uh, is just pushing through trying uh my my sayings always go the extra mile so but there really is you know no end to the extra mile so you just keep going (laughs) right and and my other thing i say to my (laughs) one more mile (laughs) yeah go the extra mile and but you think you're done like no go try to top that yeah get on your hands and knees and wipe the floor and get caught by the homeowner that's great (laughs) you know that's awesome uh, also, what I think too is uh, 
do as much as you can get done in a day efficiently. Uh, don't ever think that try to pretend there's no tomorrow and you need to get as much as you can done today. So this way you can get more done tomorrow. If you have a, an hour instead of going on Facebook, spend that hour, you know, researching or watching your hearing one of your podcasts and, and writing down some notes. And then tomorrow morning, follow through. You have to follow through. Yeah. Follow through. Well, follow through is where it happens, right? Like you can make a plan. You could have a thing on your calendar. You could write it down on your wall or whatever. Like it's actually the doing it that counts. Yeah. The doing yeah. it. The doing it is what counts. What, and, and what happens is when you do is, it, it, it makes you feel good. Yeah. hundred percent. That's because you feel like you're accomplishing something like, uh, yeah. what, there's a, gosh, I'm going to mess it up. There's an expression. It's like, it's your actions, not your intentions that determine your destination. Right. So it's like, it doesn't matter what you think or what your hope or what you're planning on. Like those are your intentions and that's fine. Like those, those are great, but it's your actions. Right. Uh, so it, like going to a gym, like people are like, ah, I'm going to lose weight. Cool. I bought a gym membership. Awesome. Uh, it doesn't matter if you don't go to the gym and you start cutting back on your cheesecake and like, it's the actions that determine the outcome, not your intentions. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So many, yeah. so many people get lost in that, I think. Well, that's the problem. So uh, like, again, your business is a reflection of you. So if you're procrastinating at home, you're not going to the gym, you're not doing these things. Don't think that at work, it's going to be any different, right? It's just an extended family. It's, it's your business is, it's an extension of you, right? It's, it's a breathing organism. You have to have your fingers on the pulse. You got to check yeah. all the vitals at all time. Yeah. 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 And and to that point, it gets scary because if you don't take care of your business's vitals at all times, uh, the business will not be able to take care of you. When you need to exit, it's not going to be worth anything. Nobody's going to want to buy it. Uh, no. When you need to go on vacation, it's not going to be able to fund you. So it's like you have yeah. to make sure that the business is healthy. Otherwise, you're screwed. Like yeah. There's no, yeah. You're putting in all this work for nothing. And, you know, there's resources out there. There's classes, there's programs, there's YouTube videos, there's, you know, people like yourself that bring on talented guests that have insights and different point of views. Uh, you just have to listen and follow through and, and take the, invest the, the time to, to move your agenda to the, where you want to go. Don't, yeah, don't get totally. trapped. Don't, don't get trapped. If you're having trouble with something, you know, talk to somebody. What do you do? You know, what, what, what do you recommend? Yeah, I, and especially if somebody's been there before and done it or done it bigger than you. Like, I, I'm always confused by people who, like, ask for advice from people whose companies are a fraction of their size. Like, what are you? What, why, why would you ask for help from people who, like, whose brains haven't gotten to where yours already is? Like, learn from people who are smarter than you, who built something bigger than you have. Those people have a ton of insight. Like, people like right. you. Like, yeah. call up Mike. Ask Mike. Um, th there's, you're going to learn more from people who are smarter than you and have accomplished bigger things than you versus people who haven't, in my opinion. Uh, I, I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. So actually, that's a good question, Mike. So let me ask you if, if somebody did want to like pick your brain, talk to you, learn about like your business or like just get your advice in general, is there a good way somebody could reach out to you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I could figure out a way to, to make that happen. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, that would, uh, I'd be excited to do that. I think, the, you know, I have a lot to offer. Uh, I, I love helping people, customers and, and my workers. Uh, 
for me, that's uh, joyous. I would love to do that. Uh, the only thing is you just, you got to listen to what I'm telling you and you got to do it. You got to take action. You know, uh, as long as you're following through, I'll take the time to, yeah, I'll, I'll take the show off my back for, for a fellow plumber. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure like you're any way that we, someone can contact you. We put it in the show notes. Um, and I think we have like your LinkedIn too. So we'll make sure people reach you there, but Mike, seriously, thank you for taking the time i'm super happy for the success you're having thanks for coming on the show i cannot wait to see how your business continues to grow but keep going after it, man you're doing a lot of really good smart things awesome appreciate it and same thing likewise for you just keep these podcasts going i think they're great there's a lot of people giving out a lot of great information and uh i like the fact that you know you're able to uh facilitate a lot of these different marketing ideas and strategies uh with you know the craft that you have so that's 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 awesome yeah it's it's always fun like i always like being able to get it's just like you like get different ideas together cross pollinate learn from each other like it makes everybody better you know right agreed but but yeah dude congrats on the success uh appreciate taking the time i'll link your stuff in the show notes below but yeah awesome having you on likewise all right take care this episode was hosted by ryan redding author of the book on digital marketing for plumbing and hvac contractors and founder of leveragey the digital marketing solution for serious home service companies You can subscribe to Blue Collar CEO on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us online at bluecollar.ceo and find us on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another awesome episode. See you soon.